hello from the East Coast to the West Coast and to listeners around the world. Welcome to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. I'm your host, Angeline Marie. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. We're broadcasting on Liberty Works Radio Network at libertyworksradionetwork.com and their affiliate stations. Also, don't forget you can always learn more about our show and find podcasts posted at truthseekersradioshow.com. Tonight, my show's going to sound a little out there. In fact, it's going to sound like something that you might have heard on the radio program called Coast to Coast with George Norrie. As a matter of fact, today's guest recently was interviewed by George Norrie regarding his latest DVD set called Incoming Nibiru, Nibiru, also known as Planet X. Today, my guest is Bob Fletcher. He is a businessman, investigator, film producer, speaker, and author. And like I said, we're going to discuss his latest two-part DVD set called Incoming Nibiru. And it showcases the idea that a planet-sized object will collide with or pass by Earth in the near future. And during his investigation of Planet X, he also came across a connection between missing billions of dollars, secrets of space programs, and other future space-oriented disasters. So if you will help me, Welcome our guest today, Bob Fletcher. How are you doing today, Bob? Uh, I'm great, and it's a pleasure to be here. And, thank you. Thank you. And thanks so much for taking the time to talk to, to me and the audience today. So, Bob, let's start at the very beginning. What is Nibiru? Is it the same as Planet X? But could you just give us a little more background and detail just what Nibiru is? Sure, sure. I'd be glad to do that. And, and what I wanted to mention, first off, uh, a lot of our uh, uh, your listeners, I believe, also have been listeners of uh, the late Stan, Dr. Stan Monteith. That's and, correct. Uh, uh, he, uh, uh, you know, unfortunately passed away uh, a short while ago. Uh, I was doing um, his programs on a regular basis and uh, had become a very, very good close friend of Stan. And uh, what I want everybody to do, if they don't mind, this Christmas and this holiday season, kind of do an extra prayer, a prayer and a memory of uh, of Stan. He spent. Uh, I'm one of the old timers at chasing the corrupted government that has slowly uh, eaten away at uh, our constitutional government. And uh, Stan actually was running side by side. He's done about as I believe possibly even a year or two ahead of me. I've been doing it for about 30 years, and I think Stan had been chasing the bad guys for about 35 and uh, had taken an awful lot of his time. His entire life ended up um, being consumed with trying to uh, uh, steer uh, uh, the good guys in the right direction and expose the bad guys. Yeah, he so did some I, good work, and we'll miss him. Right, right, and I uh, wanted to particularly mention that. However, let's get back to uh, Nibiru. And actually, you kind of had it switched around a little bit. What had happened when I... Uh, I've been doing um, uh, investigation of corruption in government uh, at a very high level for a very long time, uh, including being a federal witness, uh, several uh, in several cases, assisting a few good congressmen and a few good senators uh, to try and chase some of these guys for a long time at very, very high levels. And it involves 
the worst of corruption, not just thievery and theft, uh, which is like extraordinary in, in terms of its numbers, but I'm talking murder and drug smuggling and all of these outrageous things that actually, and, and synthetic wars, if you will, entire wars being fought just for financial gain. And I was starting to look a few years back. I was doing some other inquiries on something I, I don't remember at the time. But a couple of years back, uh, I realized that there was uh, much more money being stolen and being uh, moved, manipulated, if you will, and vanishing from uh, our government's uh, funds uh, much more than usual. I was used to... Uh, years and years of watching these people that had access to our money and seeing it vanish in, in large millions and multi-millions of dollars. That had unfortunately almost become commonplace. But then I started realizing uh, that, that the funds that were vanishing were billions and then trillions with a T in reasonably short periods of time. And uh, it's really... I mean, you know, when you're looking at multi-millions, that's one thing. When you start talking billions and trillions and no good place for it to go, you, know, you have to realize something. Uh, if you're talking about, let's even just say $1 trillion, you can't money launder that kind of money. There's no place, not even the mob couldn't, even the biggest drug cartels who are doing multi-millions, they would have a terrible time even hiding trillions or $1 trillion. Uh, so when you get into that figure, it becomes a whole different uh, uh, picture, so to speak. So I thought, well, what in the world, what am I looking at? How, what is going on? Because at the same time, I was watching things like the space programs being altered and changed and, and uh, reconfigured. They were not doing things that they were originally budgeting to do, and they were throwing... Uh, you know, um, what were really p pretty big projects, uh, they were canceling them and throwing them in the trash. Uh, and so I, I was trying to think of what is going on. And for many years, going back to the early 90s, in my case, I had constantly had people contacting me and saying, um, hey, Bob, can you look into this? Or, or how does this connect with that? And, and what is this and what is that? And so I had people sending me pictures and films and also talking to me directly and other documentation. And uh, they were saying, what is with all of these giant underground facilities that are being built? Uh, I have, a, you know, a, many truck drivers that had contacted me. And uh, most of these folks, including, as a matter of fact, I have to say, even people at uh, very high levels in Washington, D.C., would put things in a brown manila envelope. You know, it's the old story about that. Uh, you know, unmarked envelope or a package of documentation and films and things of that sort. And they would just get dropped off, I, you know, one way or another at my office or whatever the situation was at the time. And so going back to the early 90s, I had people sending me actually photographs and some videos that they had snuck out from underground facilities. And I had one truck driver that I'll never forget, and I've had this really confirmed but uh, in many, many times over in the last few years, 
but uh, back in as far back as 90, I'm going to say 94, and then I had my own experience in early 95, when a fellow came to us and said, I went in, I had instructions to, to make a delivery in my 18-wheeler truck, 40-foot truck, and it was, uh, they simply gave me uh, a, uh, a, a recorded direction on where to go. Go here for two miles, and then go east on highway so-and-so, and then go north. And, and, and he said, I went, and I pulled up, in a, and a jeep stopped me, waved me down, and said, follow me. And then he went another five or ten miles, and he said, the side of the mountain opened up and uh, at the end of a road, and he drove into the mountain and it closed up behind him. Well, now, normally, you know, you would think, oh, boy, this fellow's, uh, uh, you know, been watching too many science fiction movies. <laughs> but then I had several other people almost saying verbatim the same thing, where they said, I delivered something. It was in, this one was uh, maybe with military guards out front, and he drove into the side of a mountain, uh, and uh, he would be meted, m met by two or three people and uh, uh, greeted by a couple of trucks or, or whatever, and they would guide him uh, through this. And uh, one of them had told me that he had actually driven in one location, like in Tennessee, and had driven uh, several hundred miles underground. Mm -hmm. And and again, now bearing in mind, this is back in the very early 90s, and and it was overwhelming to me, so to speak. I I mean, I had seen everything, I guess, that I could have seen by that time anyhow, but that was, uh, that, uh, that's kind of like you're thinking, wow, this guy, these people are either all crazy, or there's something really strange going on. Now, are, uh, the, are these underground facilities that you know about, are they concentrated in a certain region or area, or are they all around as far as you know? Uh, no, they're pretty much all around the United States. Uh, and by the way, there is 103 that I know of at this point in time in America. Uh, so, I, 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 again, going back, this is still in the early 90s, and I was not working specifically on uh, my new DVD, obviously, at that time. Mm -hmm. But this all kind of fit into it, because uh, later on, or well, as a matter of fact, let me kind of wrap this part of it up. I myself had heard about the, um, the fact that the Denver airport uh, was a huge underground facility, and I had seen and looked all the figures and everything, and it, and it certainly looked like that was a good potential. Mm -hmm. And in, the, in 1995, it finally became open, so to speak, uh, and uh, I and another uh, a friend of mine uh, actually snuck down inside with cameras to the uh, underground part of the airport, and it was absolutely true. It is a huge underground facility. And uh, they, uh, by the way, it was opened for general application. I'm not going to get into too much with it. You waste too much time on one element, so I, I don't want to do that. Um, but it's billions and billions over budget. And today, as we speak, they are still working on it, as if it was not even open yet as an airport and they were trying to get the things done. They are still working underground, and it is a large underground facility. 
Uh, it is only one of many. They uh, uh, now have, like I said, uh, over 103 that I'm aware of, uh, and uh, some of them are older facilities that have been converted. Some of them are newer facilities. Uh, some of them are still uh, underway as we speak, although they're supposedly all done by now. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is uh, an awful lot of them going on. Okay, Bob, so, we, we got, I'm sorry, we got to take our sure. first break, but we'll pick it up when we come back. Listeners, today my guest is Bob Fletcher. He's a businessman, investigator, film producer, speaker, and author. We're discussing his DVD set called Incoming Nibiru, and we'll be back momentarily on the True Seekers radio show. Thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the Asahi berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic Asahi extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call 800-430-4147-800-430-4147-800-430-4147. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-948-6817. 800-948-6817. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-948-6817, 800-948-6817, 800-948-6817. Welcome back. You're listening to the True Seekers radio show today. My guest is Bob Fletcher, and we're discussing his DVD called Incoming Nibiru. So, Bob, why all of these underground facilities? Why would they be doing this? Well, and that, that really was the point. Uh, at that time, uh, I still didn't have a good handle on what was going on. Uh, and again, like I say, back in the 90s, uh, I, I then proceeded to do uh, a million things after that period of time. But these were little things that I had seen I had logged them in in the back of my mind, so to speak, put them on the back shelf, and I was because I was doing so many extremely important things. I had been involved with about 15 very major inquiries, and included uh, Congressman Sonny Bono, and some of what I had done for him, actually, I believe is what got him murdered. 
actually killed up on the ski, the ski slopes. We had a huge investigation we were about to launch that I had worked with him for about, well, actually a year, I guess, uh, prior to um, reaching a point where it was about ready to begin, and the bad guys killed him. And I won't get into all of that, but I do have an entire report on that available to people. At my website, you can go on, uh, it's uh, bobfletcherinvestigations.com. Or go on Google, just put Bob Fletcher Investigations, and you will get bombarded. And uh, and eventually, uh, uh, by that I mean there's there's uh, uh, hundreds, if not a thousand, spots for Bob Fletcher Investigations. So you will end up on my website one way or another. Now to get back to uh, uh, the point at hand. So uh, as we move, as as I move forward, I'm going to skip all the way up now to into the the 2000. And um, uh, I, I was still watching this outrageous, uh, um, uh, flagrant disappearing and, and uh, the vanishing of budget money, budgeted money to different things. And I see uh, uh, Donald Rumsfeld, who is the, uh, uh, at that time, uh, a couple of years back, the head of the Defense Department. And he comes on, goes on uh, before the United States Congress. He's doing it. They're doing an inquiry into funds, funding, and uh, what have you, and exp- exactly what it was. I'm not positive, but he was sitting before the U.S. Congress the day before the 9/11 uh, uh, artificial attack in New York City, the uh, the false flag attack that they carry out here in America, and uh, the day before. Donald Rumsfeld of the Defense Department sits down in front of the United States Congress a committee, and he says, I have, the Defense Department has lost $2.3 trillion out of our budget over the last few years. We have been unable to locate it. Now, I, I thought I was going to fall off of my chair uh, and of course, most people don't even keep track of the congressional hearings. Mm-hmm. I do because I was involved with them. But I thought, whoa, wait a minute. What, did he just say what I thought he said? They lost $2.3 trillion, and that was the case. He had admitted to losing the money. Now, what happens, of course, the next day we had the 9-11. Uh, the um, bulk of that paperwork that would have been required for a follow-up investigation was apparently destroyed at the Pentagon attack during that day. But the big deal is, of course, it became such a horrendous event that we never heard another word about it. It just sort of disappeared. And obviously for, you know, the next entire two years, the biggest deal in the world, of course, was 9-11 and that whole situation. But the idea that uh, two trillion had vanished from the Defense Department was no longer a big deal at all. It just uh, had vanished. Then I saw where the lady who was in charge of doing the day-to-day auditing of the uh, uh, international funding, uh, the actual Federal Reserve international funding part of it, she sat before the Senate and the Congress and said they had lost or she just let's the question was somebody had said we ha, we understand nine trillion dollars has disappeared 
with the Federal Reserve? Her answer to that was, uh, well, I, uh, we, we're, we're trying to track that. We're just not sure where it went to. So here we have, and this is mind-boggling, right? Now, we already lost about $2.5 trillion, uh, that we knew of. Uh, then we lose $9 trillion because they just are not sure what banks in Europe had been given the money. She said, we have distributed out to some of our uh, holding banks, but we're just not positive. Mm-hmm. So that was all I needed to hear. So now I'm looking at, I, 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 I start asking questions myself of some very high-level friends and what have you. You know, like, what is, what's going on? And then it dawned on me, because uh, several people had asked me, again, over a long period of time, had asked me, what do you know about Planet X? What do you know about Nibiru? What do you know about that planet that's out? And, you know, and my answer was, of course, like most everybody, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I had heard a little bit about it. I knew that it theoretically existed out there, um, but uh, that was the extent of it. So at that time, now, um, and now I'm talking about 2000 and, no, 2010, that period of time, I started really doing some serious uh, snooping around. Because I realized one thing. These, uh, and by the way, we also had received all the documentation as it related to the fact that these underground facilities that had been created, and uh, like I say, some old ones being built, uh, increased and and, um, uh, refurbished, some brand new ones being created, some military secret bases being converted, and they're being converted into hideouts. They're survival underground facilities for the limited few that have been invited to go underground when the time comes. So then I put it together. Okay, the only thing that's going to get these guys who had been working for years and years to set up to try to create a one-world government, to take over the whole world and create it into the single government. They've been doing that for years and years and years. That's all totally documented. If anybody thought that was not going on for the last 50 years, it's just because you, you haven't seen enough of it. You, haven't, uh, you don't understand what's going on. So that all of a sudden was kind of being, that was sort of being put on the back burner by the uh, wealthy elite at the highest positions of power. And they now have been spending time, money, knowledge, education, and effort, and even the space programs, on studying something coming from outer space so big, so horrendous, that they decide to take all of the money they can and go underground and have these facilities prepared for themselves. They're completely filled with all the dried food stuffs that they ever possibly could handle, they, um, that they would require, or, or what I'm saying, I guess, is as much as they possibly could put into all of these facilities. The facilities, by the way, are huge. They're gigantic. Some of them are 30 stories underground, and some of them are miles and miles uh, to the northeast, south, and west, every direction. Some of them are interconnected by highways, there are, uh, we're talking highways where 18-wheeler, 40-foot trucks can pass at intersections. Uh, you know, I'm not talking about uh, little, uh, little tunnels 
like the drug smugglers use to run dope up and down from Mexico. We're talking about uh, 18-wheelers passing on full-lane highways underground. All right? Now, uh, at at this point in time, I also have to point out right out in front here, everything I'm talking about is totally documented in my two... Uh, my two-disc, my double-disc DVD on Nibiru that's called Incoming. That disc is available to anyone at all um, if you have to go to my website. But it includes live photos underground in these facilities, photographs from underground, um, uh, actual, uh, like I say, live footage, as well as um, uh, the, the, the manner by which they dig these with gigantic... Uh, huge drills that are so large that they go, they can go in one time in the side of the mountain, back it out, and you can drive two 18-wheelers side by side. That's how big they are. Uh, so uh, I started pursuing it, finding out, trying to figure out originally what would it be that possibly could scare these people so much that they would no longer steal multi-millions for their own pockets, which is what they had been doing for many years. Mm-hmm. But what they would do now, they were trying to, they were taking every dollar they possibly could to put into these uh, survival um, facilities. Now, during that same period of time, anybody that called themselves a survivalist, the average citizen out here that may not even have known about Nibiru, but was worried about other things, if you went to a survival show, you were a wacko conspiracy screwball. At the same time, they were laughing, trying to get the world to laugh at you for going to these survival facility, um, uh, the survival uh, shows and conventions. If you went to there, they, they tried to get the people to laugh at you. At the same time, they themselves were taking all of our money and by the way, that includes all of the gold from Fort Knox is gone. The gold in Fort Knox has absolutely disappeared. Now, when I say all of the gold, what I'm talking about is probably 97%, and there's a small amount, obviously, here and there, enough so that they could show somebody maybe one little bit of it or what have you. Um, but basically, uh, all of that gold is gone. Now, we have a big deal right now, and it's been going on for a couple of years, where uh, back in 2008, 9, and 10, Germany and six other countries had huge amounts of gold in our Fort Knox facilities. Now, when I say huge amounts, I'm talking like a 1,000 tons of gold bar at our Fort Knox facilities. When the money got bad in 2008, and by the way, you're about to really see the money get bad in the next uh, year or so, but when the money went south in 2008 and everybody got upset, those nations came to the United States and said, we want so many billions of dollars of our gold bars. We want our gold. We're going to send trucks and we want to pick up our gold. The United States um, uh, Federal Reserve that oversees that money told them they could not even get an authorized audit for a period of up until 2020. 
Okay, Bob, listen, I'm sorry, we're going to have to take our second break. Time is getting away from us. Listeners, today my guest is Bob Fletcher, and we're discussing his DVD called Incoming Nibiru, and we'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers radio show. There are three letters in the alphabet that strike terror in most of us. These are the three letters you need to avoid at all costs. I-R-S. If the IRS is coming after you for $15,000 or more in back taxes, you don't want to fight them alone. You need the help of the tax resolution experts at U.S. Tax Relief. They've helped thousands of people like you eliminate up to 85% of their delinquent taxes. If you qualify, U.S. Tax Relief can settle your tax debts for less than you owe, remove penalties and interest, and protect you from bank levies and garnishments. If you owe the IRS at least $15,000 in back taxes, call U.S. Tax Relief now for a free consultation and see how much money they can save you. Call 800-989-1694-800-989-1694-800-989-1694-800-989-1694. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. One quick 10-minute call could help you solve your student loan problems. So call right now. Not available in all states. Payments may vary based on income. 855-351-FAST. 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 855-351-3278. Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show today. My guest is Bob Fletcher, and we're discussing his DVD called Incoming Nibiru. So, Bob, you were talking about them wanting to get their gold back, and they were going to do an audit, and what happened? Well, basically, all of those nations that asked, I mean, it was their gold. It's over here, you know, uh, uh, to uh, most all of these countries, you can understand that uh, many of them a little bit unstable on a political basis all the time. So what they had done is split their money up. They're, they're actually their national funds, if you will and had split it up into two or three different directions. But all of them had huge, and they still do, huge amount, tons of gold bars on deposit at the Fort Knox. They were told they could not even get a proper, what you would call a a good audit, least of all the gold itself. They couldn't even supply them with a good audit of their gold uh, until 2020. That's seven years, because they were in there about 2013. Mm-hmm. At that time, so uh, so they're all, you know, and that's mind-boggling. Of course, then you had uh, several congressmen. Ron Paul, senator, came forward and said uh, he wanted an audit. Uh, he was insisting on an audit. 
they laughed at him, told him to go away because the way it's set up, uh, there's uh, nobody can look, nobody can request an audit, not the Senate or the Congress, and the Federal Reserve was created in that manner, and he's, they just told him, just go away. So even senators and congressmen and the head, the head of the International Monetary Fund, for the international funding uh, and financial assistance worldwide, he asked for an audit, and they set up uh, a ridiculous charges of uh, of sex uh, perversion, etc. That he's saying that this multi-billionaire from France was chasing the housemaid around a hotel room uh, for sex, which was ridiculous. Or even if it wasn't, what they did was a real number on him. And uh, uh, that was just simply because the uh, the fellow, this gentleman, had asked for an audit of the gold. So there's no gold left. That's gone. Multi-trillions from a variety of uh, uh, major contracts, uh, governmental defense and space programs, has all disappeared into a uh, vanishing into some uh, some unknown abyss, a, a hole in the ground. And that turns out to be exactly what it is. So. Uh, I again uh, to to move forward uh, at that point in time myself. I started doing a real serious investigation, and of course I had several people come forward and say um, uh, that they felt. And by the way, I have all the paperwork and everything on all of this stuff related to, uh, for example, the uh, uh, the foodstuffs. A couple of years ago, people that were trying to buy uh, wholesale. Uh, dried foods and survival equipment, they couldn't get any because for five years, Uncle Sam, the covert government in America, was in fact getting all of that uh, coming out of uh, production plants, and it was going right straight into the underground facility. So I started looking to see who else would have been involved. I found out, now I'm going to skip through this as quick as I can because we'll run out of time, Uh, but I started snooping to find out uh, like, first off, when did it really start? And by doing inquiries with uh, certain friends that I have out of Washington and uh, a lot of other uh, uh, investigative work, if you will, I realized that about the time in 1983, apparently somebody came into Ronald Reagan, the president at that time, Vice President George Bush, came into the president and said, that planet that everybody talked about with five moons on it that is on this huge, huge uh, uh, orbital configuration uh, like a meter, like, like a Halley's Comet, it's, um, uh, coming, it is apparently real and it is coming back. And it will be coming in in a fairly short period of time. And it will pass, it will not strike the Earth at all, but it will pass very close as it has, according to every ancient biblical writing on the face of the earth, has written about this, and that it has done it before a couple of times, apparently, and it will be coming by again. And it's serious, and if we don't figure out how to handle it, uh, it's going to, we're all going to be dead. Everybody's going to be killed. Uh, and, and they were referring, of course, to themselves the limited few. They were not worried about you and I. They're worried strictly about their uh, their own, what they call, continuity of government. 
And at that time, they started under that banner, they started this huge underground tunneling and the creation of these hideout facilities. And it was around in the early 1980s. It was the same time, actually almost the same year, that uh, Ronald Reagan made this strange speech before the United Nations saying that he wondered if when there was an extraterrestrial threat to Earth, if all of the people of the world would gather together and try to salvage, you know, be, be supportive of each other, and our local disputes on Earth would go away if we were faced with an incoming, strange, extraterrestrial threat. Now, a lot of people thought he was referring to aliens. Maybe he was, but I don't know about that. But it certainly fit time-wise into exactly the period of time when he was notified that apparently Planet X, Nibiru, was coming back in. And uh, this, and there's multitudes of, uh, uh, of books have been written on this. Uh, some of the most important was uh, done by a fellow named Dr. Sitchin, who um, had deciphered clay tablets that were 4,000 years old that, in fact, described this gigantic... Uh, uh, a planet with 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 moons following it coming around and causing uh, the the floods of Noah, the biblical floods of Noah. It was uh, uh, put at the doorstep of the passing of Nibiru coming close to the Earth. The being uh, theoretically, uh, those people that have studied it uh, from the scientific side of this thing much more than I have, of course. And I don't pretend to be a scientist, but I have. Uh, been dealing with those people that have been chasing this for a long time. Uh, the uh, size of this is said to be about five times the size of Earth. Uh, so uh, it would literally be uh, really horrendous. And the descriptions in the Bible, which, and by the way, it's called the Wormwood in the biblical writings, by the Chinese, they have extensive ancient historic astronomical writings on this they called it the flaming dragon or the visiting planet and they describe it again exactly pretty much uh, all the all the descriptions for the most part are the same and the effects the effects on earth are always the same also which is a tremendous amount of flooding and amazing enough apparently the tilting of the earth to uh, the extent of 26 degrees uh, off of its axis, uh, which again is uh, uh, it taking place in a short period of time, would have a tremendous effect. Uh, additionally, uh, it is already affecting our planets. The planets themselves have been uh, changing. The atmospheric, external atmosphere of all of the planets from Pluto coming inward have been been changing progressively in the last five or seven years. Uh, and not only chemical structure, but the temperatures are actually going up. Now we have, of course, which I had had predicted in our DVDs that we finished. By the way, this is a four-hour program. The DVD is two DVDs. It's four hours long. It's really extensive and shows everything that would support and represent what we're talking about today. 
And Bob, the, when when yes. do you, when do you or when do some of these guys, these scientists, right, the, when do they the, think it's going to hit? All right. The uh, the the best uh, actually the 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 there's several of them, and there's there's a lot of different little variable uh, ideas on this. All right, so it changes a lot. Uh, and, and here's so so that people. I'm, I'm not sidestepping this at all, but what I'm saying is that you have to understand that you have uh, different points of view uh, yeah, from the astronomical and scientific side of this thing. Number one is that it's coming in on a 30 degree incline. Now, a lot of people we never think about this unless you happen to get into astronomy as a hobby or something. But we are on uh, a given fairly uh, flat plane our sun in the center, and then all the rest of the planet circling on a reasonably flat plane, almost, uh, when, especially when you're talking distances in space. Uh, the, a few million here or there doesn't amount to much uh, in terms of, like, say, miles. But uh, we're on a fairly flat plane, and we all kind of run around the circles around the, um, doing our, our standard orbiting around the sun on a flat plane. Half of the people that have been studying this feel that it, it is on a, a 30 degree off of our ecliptical flat plane. And so, therefore, uh, it would give it a, a certain period of time where it may come close and come out, go around the sun, and then go back out. But that timing would be different from those people that believe it's closer to a flat plane, just like the rest of all the planets. So that would make a little bit of a difference on when it would come. Uh, the people that I tend to think are probably most accurate are saying that they think that it will be passing cl close to Earth and going around the sun and then back out again, uh, not this March, but in the next March coming up a year, uh, another year away. All right, so we have... December coming shortly now for 2014. Then the next March, obviously, is three, four months later um, uh, into the new year uh, would be um, uh, the 2015 March. And most of the people that I feel or may be correct are saying that it could be in on the 2016 March, March of 2016. The feeling is uh, pretty much the same, that when it is visually seen, it will be in a de the month of December. And this is going from the ancient writings of the previous passing of this thing. Uh, and those were uh, visually seen, the best they can calculate, in December, when it was passing last time. And that uh, it would... Grow, it would first it would be like a large star, and then it would slowly get larger as it came in closer, and that it would be, in fact, uh, passing in uh, March and April at its closest point, uh, which happens to be Passover, but I don't believe it has anything to do with that, uh, but that's an approximate time from a religious point of view. Okay, Bob, we got to take our last break. Listeners, today my guest is Bob Fletcher, and we're discussing his DVD set called Incoming Nibiru, and we'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers radio show.
thousands of years, people from the Brazilian rainforest have used the acai berry for its amazing health benefits. Now we've learned it's also an amazing weight loss supplement. If you're looking to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds or more, then the Ultimate Asahi Diet may be your solution. The Ultimate Asahi Diet is loaded with pure organic acai extract powder and other great herbs like hudia and green tea. You'll burn fat, control your appetite, and get an energy surge like you've never felt before. If you want to lose 10, 20, maybe even 50 pounds, order the Ultimate Asahi Diet right now. We'll even give you a free bottle when you order two, plus give you free shipping. Call 800-430-4147, Millions of people who've never even set foot in a casino take a dangerous gamble every day, living without health insurance. You can't afford not to have it. But affordable insurance can be hard to find, especially if you're a hardworking entrepreneur or if you're working for a company that doesn't offer benefits. At Health Insurance Direct, we have a perfect solution with access to dependable, affordable health insurance plans. They have a plan that fits your individual needs perfectly at a price you can afford. Call 24 hours a day at 800-608-2521, 800-608-2521. Don't gamble. Call Health Insurance Direct right now for affordable health insurance. 800-608-2521, 800-608-2521. Not available in all states. Here's the number one more time, 800-608-2521, 800-608-2521. Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers radio show today. My guest is Bob Fletcher. We're discussing Planet X and his DVD set titled Incoming Nibiru. Bob, we're in our last segment. So why don't you give us one more time your um, internet address where people can get the DVD set and then we'll just move on in the last few minutes. Okay, very good. It's um uh, you go on computer and just go on uh, Bob Fletcher Investigations dot com, and that will put you to my website. You know, you can again put Bob Fletcher Investigations or even Bob Fletcher Nibiru, and that will get you uh, get you going in the right direction for sure. Now, uh, there were questions when when I first got into this. I thought, or I got into really studying it. Uh, first off, this is totally global. The Russians, the Chinese, and every other major nation state have been spending the last five to ten years building the same underground facilities that are taking place in America. The Russians announced several years ago that by the beginning of 2013, they will have completed 5,000 underground facilities. Now, the facilities they've built are not all, when I say 5,000, and by the way, they claim that they have those done mostly Mm -hmm. uh, at this point in time. They're not gigantic ones all the size of uh, the ones I'm talking about in America, which, again, it's only about 103 or 110 of them, maybe. Uh, 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 They do have a couple, though, and they have one 
uh, a couple that are very large and one that uh, claims to be able to hold 60,000 people for a couple of years. So that's how big they are. Uh, Site R here in the United States uh, it can hold about 10,000 people in it underground for some unknown period of time. Uh, so uh, these are the things that really convinced me that that this is what's going to take place. Now, it's always possible that it's something else, uh, but it, it would have to be something that would constitute running into the side of a granite mountain and going down underground for protection with long periods of time of food. Some of these, by the way, the facilities in the United States are completely capable of growing all sorts of vegetation. They're already up and functioning and going. And with the interconnection of underground railroads, by the way, mag-levitated, magnetic-levitated trains underground also, along with these um, uh, uh, vehicle uh, highways I'm talking about, the interconnection between them would allow one, uh, one facility to grow foodstuffs and actually supply some of the other facilities totally underground uh, without coming up on top of the ground. Now, uh, to uh, add, add to uh, my uh, belief of it, of course, uh, was to find out uh, that uh, the Vatican, a few years ago, Vatican for many years, unknown to myself, uh, had a very large astro astro ast excuse me, astronomical structure set up and had been keeping track of the planets and the stars much more than I ever was aware. The Vatican cut a deal with the United States government a few years ago, and they built an infrared telescope in Arizona, which they own, but we pretty much run it for them. Uh, and uh, so the... Um, Vatican itself is totally up to steam on this. They are aware of it and would know uh, kind of like dates and, and, and probabilities of difficulties and all of that uh, themselves. Uh, additionally, when you get the, uh, the DVD, it'll give you opportunity to see, and I fully explain, uh, a discovery in, done in 1999 in Germany, which is an ancient uh, a bronze and gold disc that is called the sky disc. It's an ancient piece that was dug up uh, in uh, Germany at a, uh, a Bronze Age astronomical uh, observatory. And it describes, completely describes, the event of the last time uh, that this planet came close by and uh, describes also the 26-degree uh, tilt of the Earth and all of that uh, in the description of what took place. And I have all of that. Uh, additionally, we have that in, uh, in the, uh, uh, the DVDs. So uh, it's uh, kind of spooky. I hope, i, I got to say this, I hope that I'm wrong, uh, but, I, but I don't believe that I am. I would much rather have Two years from now, everybody say, hey, boy, that Bob Fletcher, he was really nuts. And I hope <laughs> that that's the deal. I hope everybody comes out and has the opportunity to uh, throw uh, uh, some, some verbal stones at me and say that I was completely, completely off-base nut, nutcase. But I am afraid that there is no other logical explanation 
for the underground facilities. So, Bob, and- we got just a few seconds left. Could it be that this whole Planet X, and I'm not, I'm not doubting that there's going to be some events happening as far as, you know, catastrophic natural events. I mean, the Bible says that in the last days, and I believe we're in the last days. But could it be that maybe this Planet X is some sort of a cover story for something else? Is it, that even a possibility in your mind? Uh, well, uh, yes, but 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 how do you explain uh, the entire ancient cultures of every ancient historic culture has written about it? Everybody has to get the copy of this so that you see the whole picture. See, because the reason it's so long is because I cover everything from from A to Z. And and we didn't touch on on hardly any of it. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, you have to do that. I'd be glad to come back uh, oh, anytime. Oh, that definitely. That we sense. ran out of time today, hey, so okay. I'll have you back, right. and you can go more into detail, listeners. Today, my guest has been Bob Fletcher. We've been discussing his DVD called Incoming Nibiru. Bob, thanks so much, listeners. Thanks for taking your time to listen to the True Seekers Radio Show. 